Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is your guy Larry, and you just tuned into Black Nurse Biblecast. How are you guys doing this morning? You guys having a wonderful week? Is everything going well for you? Hopefully, you're having a, a wonderful week, and the Lord is just taking you on through the week. So, as of this recording, uh, we're uh, midweek, probably, uh, what is it, Thursday, I think it is. So, anyway, um, yeah, just, you know, praise God that you made it a Thursday. It's all, we're almost there for some of you got the Monday to Friday jobs. You're almost there. You're almost there. One more day to go. Come on. We got to push it through. Right. And then same thing with me. Well, I got two more days. So, you know, my day started on Tuesday, my, my week, I should say. So anyway, look, we're going to continue on in the book of Genesis and, um, talking about one of the individuals that are in Genesis, Noah, and we're going to continue on in, about the flood and how God um, deals with Noah and the instructions he gave him. So we're going to dive right in without further ado. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Black Nurse Biblecast. Hey, so we're going to get right back into the story of Noah. I hope you guys have been following along and, and enjoying the, the last uh, few um, lessons we've been going over in the Bible about Genesis. I mean, this has been uh, a pretty good series. OK, and we're going to uh, not prolong the time here. Um, we're going to get right back into it. Le- yesterday, we talked about. Uh, Noah and we talked about him being prepared to, um, you know, the Lord preparing him for um, him to for the Lord to destroy the earth. Um, This is what he called it, a world event that was getting ready to happen. And and just so that some of you may know before we go into this, what the what the Lord had did or what the evidence of the flood and, and Noah's Ark, these things, from what I understand that there have been, um, archeologists that even years, like thousands of years or hundreds of years later, I'll say thousands of years later. Yeah. Um, they, they found evidence of a flood that actually occurred on the earth, um, a major flood. And then they also, uh, discovered that, um, there was a, a man who had built an ark and what they had done. I, I can't remember where I read this and seen this song from, but they reconstructed the, the, what the ark of, of, you know, what the ark might've looked like. And it was huge. Um, I can't remember what state and city this took place in, but they actual they have an actual replica of the ark that Noah had used or was instructed to build. And it, it was a it was humongous. So I just thought that was interesting, um, very interesting, because a lot of times we read these stories and people tend to believe that either they didn't happen it's funny how we believe in in ufos and we believe in ghosts and we believe in all these kind of matters of of spirit either maybe spiritual or paranormal things but 
Some people, when they read, when they talk about the Bible, <laughs> they tend to not to believe that. They say, wait a minute, I don't know if that happened. And it's just funny because I think that, you know, people of the world, sometimes you have people that will choose to believe in some of the most strangest things. But when it comes to God's word and the things that are in God's word, they just, you know, this that's like, I don't know if that's true. And and I and I hear that I don't hear that all the time, but every now and then you'll get that, and, and you know you might have heard that yourself. You know, people say, "Well, I don't believe everything in the Bible. I don't believe everything happened like that," you know, or things like that. And it's like, okay, well, are you the same person that 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 read from, uh, say, uh, UFOs digest? <laughs> so anyway, just you know, just kind of, I just wanted to throw that out there. Maybe I'm. I'm probably irritating some of you out there. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes I just believe it's true, though. So anyway, um, Genesis 7. We're going to get into Genesis 7. The flood covers the earth, it says. It says, when everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, go into the boat with all your family and among all the people of the earth. Okay. It says, I can see that you alone are righteous. Now, this is a very good part right here. This is, um, this is getting, it's getting ready to go down. It's getting ready to happen. And, um, you know, out of all the people of the earth or all the people that was around him, you know, he was the only one that was obedient, the only one that was righteous. Now, one of the things that it, 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 um, it doesn't mention or may not mention in this passage that we're going to read is that Noah also preached. Um, they're saying that Noah, I can't remember where I read it out, but he preached during the time that he was building this ark and letting people know that this is what's going to happen. It's going to, you know, God is going to flood the earth for 40 days and no one believed him. Okay. No one believed him. It's funny. I just kind of uh, opened that up like this because remember um, at that time, Noah didn't believe him. They didn't believe that it was going to rain 40, 40. Who, I mean, how is it going to rain? It never hardly rained. So, People didn't believe and they, of course, they didn't trust in the Lord. Okay. So let's continue on in this. And as we read this story, take with you seven pairs, male and female of each animal. I have approved for eating and for sacrifice. Take one pair of each of each of the other. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and female in each in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now, I will make it, I will make the rains pour down on the earth and it will rain for 40 days and 40 nights until I have wiped from the earth all living creatures I have created. Verse five. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded. Verse six, Noah was 600 years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on the board, on the board, the, I'm sorry, he went on board the boat to escape the flood. He and his, and his wife and his sons and their wives with them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice and those that were not along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. 
They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on, on the 17th day and the second month of the second month, all underground water erupt, erupted from the earth and the rain fell in a mighty torrent from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. And with them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat, representing every living uh, thing that breathes. A male and female to, of each kind entered just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the boat or closed the door behind them. Okay. Uh, for 40 days and for, and for 40 days, the floodwaters grew deeper, covering the ground, lifting the boat higher above, higher above the earth. Verse 18. As the waters rose higher and higher and above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peak. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry ground or dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground and the birds of the sky were all all were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those who, uh, those with him in the boat, and the flood waters covered the earth for a hundred and fifty days. Hey, so welcome back. I'm glad you're back. And um, so I wanted to, as I was reading this, and uh, I, I was, you know, reading about this was a uh, what they call a, cla- a cataclysmic event. Um, I think God's mindset was not very happy. He, one thing we need we need to remember, um, um, especially in an event like this, God doesn't get pleasure of destroying life. Um, I believe that, you know, um, I remember, I think yesterday as I was, um, reading this, um, I, I began to think about it later in the day about God and how he, how, you know, he deals with us. And, um, let's just, um, for some reason, um, it just entered my, my mind yesterday as I was kind of, like I said, uh, thinking on this. God is not asking for perfection. Okay. I, I, I want, I, I think that, um, I think that we need to understand that 
I think God, God doesn't want perfection. He's not asking for perfection. He understands that that's not possible. Now, I understand the Bible does say, you know, in my, the verse, uh, there's be holy because I am holy. One thing about it, I think that holiness also doesn't mean perfection, but it means being separate from the things that are not like God. Okay, being set apart from the things of the world. God doesn't require perfection, but he requires he requires obedience. And, and and to obey God is the most highest thing. Um, the more you are, you and I are obedient to the Lord, the more it's the more we start to develop more of his character, his spirit in us. Okay. And if that means that we become maybe more godlike or more sensitive to the things of God, that's that's really what he wants. He he again, it's about relationship. It's not about um, oh, I'm trying to make you do the things that I'm asking you to do is other words. Love is the most important thing with God. And 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 he does the things that he does with us and for us and, and and communicates with us because of love. And as I said before, um, this the Bible is a is a book, a spiritual book that has to do with God um, uh, interacting with man in for the purpose of love and for and for the purpose of relationship. He does not require perfection because not a man or woman in the Bible, as we read, were perfect by any means. But you, we discover that when when God deals with imperf- imperfect people, He deals with us. He 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 understands. Do you know that your children, they're not perfect? They're not. Okay. None of us are. None of you weren't perfect. I weren't. I wasn't perfect when we was kids. So, you know, but we love them. We love them unconditionally. We love them. We deal with them. Right. Even when there's a point of discipline, you still love your children, even in the midst of their imperfection. And that's the same thing with God. God is not, he, he's, there's not, he understands that we're not going to be perfect. So if you're one that, that feels like I have to dot my I's and cross my T's with the Lord and feel like, oh, I, 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 I you know, I got to be careful, like walking on eggshells. Guess what? God already knows that you're going to make a mistake. You're going to do something that you want. Did you going to say that you you're going to do something that you say you wouldn't have done and, you, and you're going to do it. You might blow it. And I'm not saying that that you should just think of think of it as nothing. No, we are 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 how can I say our 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 way is not perfect. We are are human and that's what he wants. He wants realism. He wants us to be real. He wants you to come as you are with him. He wants you to talk to him in a way that's real and understandable. We read in this here um, chapter about him uh, destroying all life. Okay. All life. And I, 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 you know, it's, it's, 
I believe I'll be honest with you. I, like I said, I think that God, uh, God did not want to do this. As we read in the last chapter, in chapter six, he said that he was sorry that he'd ever made man. Or he was sorry that he did, he created what he created. I think, and I tend to believe that God, he doesn't like the sin. And what he was doing and what he has done in the flood was he was ridding all life because he was trying, he was, he was getting rid of the sin. The sin or the violence and the results of sin had gotten to the point where it overran the entire earth or whatever, however the earth was at that time. And so remember, it emphasizes, the Bible emphasizes that Noah was righteous. He was the only one righteous. And no, and so he picked Noah to use Noah to say, I'm going to use you to uh, preserve life. I'm going to use you and your family to preserve life. And it's, it's, it's one thing to understand that God wants perfection versus God just wants obedience. And, and the emphasis that I saw in this, in this story is everything that God told Noah to do. He did. He followed the instructions. He was obedient as crazy as it may have sound and as ridiculous as it may have maybe at their time that it's going to flood the earth. God's going to flood the earth. It's going to rain 40 days and 40 nights. Who ever heard of that? Now, I watch a lot of movies and television sometimes sometimes when I get a chance to. One of one of my favorite movies, one or show, well it was a movie. Um was the first one was Jim Carrey um uh Bruce Almighty. And that was a good one. And then they had a sequel and that was uh Steve Carell and it was called Evan Almighty. And it was funny to, and it was a, it was a, it was a comic, it was a comedic, uh, look at Noah, uh, the life of Noah and the flood and, and the, the, the mere fact that he had to build his ark and, you know, felt God called him to do these things. And so you, if you, if you haven't got a chance to see this movie, it's, 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 it's old now. It's, you know, old enough now to where you can probably find it either on your cable network or what have you. But the point I'm making is when to see how to see the instructions of what he had to go through, you know, and, and I'm going to be real and honest. It did look ridiculous to build an ark and, and this huge ark. And then all of a sudden these animals got on board. It was a it was a comedy movie, but it it really did look funny. So I guess in that time, though, you got to remember that um, it wasn't like these people didn't hear of God. Um, And the one thing that the Bible doesn't mention is that God, I mean, that, yeah, God used Noah to preach. Other words, to 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 warn them of the coming flood. One thing I want to I want I want you to understand is that because we're living in the days now um, after the flood, okay, after these events happen, um, God still wants us to do the same thing. He wants us to to spread the gospel. He wants us to 
to tell others about Jesus Christ. And as I said before, history repeats itself the same way in which the uh, events before the flood happened. You know, the the, the uh, people of uh, violence and things like that is happening right now. Okay, it's happening right now. And and, you know, again, um, spoilers, basically, God is going to deal with mankind as he has before. But only this time he won't use water to destroy the earth. He you know, there's a lot of speculation, speculation about how many years or yeah how many years did the earth exist um you know was there a entire uh generation or or maybe hundreds of years or thousands of years of life that had happened during that time from from that moment of adam and eve to noah we don't know we don't know we can only speculate and um we can also only know by reading the word of God. There's so many theories about it, but again, that's right now, uh, you know, for me personally, I do like to deal with the here and now because I'm living in this here and now you are too. And, and what the Bible tells us is that right now it's time to preach. It's time to, 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 you know, teach others and share, share the gospel with others. And so this is what, all of us as Christians and believers were called to do, you know, uh, as Noah did in his day. So the, so, so does we, the church, um, in, in today's generation is doing the same thing. I had a, uh, got a chance to listen to, um, matter of fact, I got a chance to listen to TD Jakes. Uh, pastor TD Jakes was on, um, the breakfast club. And uh, I was thinking the whole time he was talking, I said, man, you know, um, T.D. Jakes is is one of many pastors and teachers of this generation. And uh, people like people from the Breakfast Club, which is a, a um, like a secular outlet and but very informative too. Um, they respect T.D. Jakes. Okay, they respected him. And so I just thought I was pretty awesome as I listened to him talk to them and and how they sat back and they asked him questions and they listened and take in the the responses that he was giving them. I really was was really admiring the whole the whole back and forth dialogue. And it just really showed me just how important that that people are. Like I said before, you are important. You, You know, the impact that you make. Um, on people's lives, like like you know, even Pastor T.D. Jakes, you know, he, in other words, the words that he was speaking is impactful to the people that was right there in the DJ booth with them. So it was just phenomenal to see, you know, what, wh- how, how things are and, and, you know, how things are going forward. So I want to ask yourself or ask yourself today, like, you know, Noah, Noah in his day, he followed God. He, he, he followed the instructions of God, which is more important. It's very important to understand that when God calls us or calls you to do something, you know, he's going to give you instructions. The most important thing that I really got from this whole entire experience so far is that Noah obeyed God. And this is why Noah's story is in the Bible. I think this is the reason why we're reading to this day about Noah, because 
he, in other words, he represented someone that just simply, 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 excuse me, obeyed God. God told him to do something. He did it. He gave him instructions and detailed instructions on what to do. If you notice, he talked about, you know, how to build the ark and how to build it and, and how, what, what type of wood to use and, and just all these different things, the form factors to say, Hey, you know, this is how he did it. This is what you, you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, you know, put pitch on it and, and this type of wood. And the type of animals, you know, male and female, so that they can actually procreate when they, when everything is over. He, he instructed them to, fa uh, for family and, and bring your family on board because eventually they will be used also to preserve life and to continue life even. So, you know, this was a very, um, um, impactful, um, story so far. Tomorrow, we're going to go ahead and continue on in the story of Noah, and we're going to learn about what happened. And of course, you know, when 40 days and 40 nights was over, it did stop. The rain did stop. So we're going to learn exactly what happened after that. So stay tuned for, uh, Black Nurse Bible Cast and, um, and we'll continue on. So God willing, I will see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful day going forward. And um, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Have a blessed day.